Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Laces Out podcast, our NFL podcast. And uh, what we like to do on our NFL podcast, every now and then, we like to get a guest. And this week, we got a guest. Put them to work straight away, firing out stats, and uh, letting us know what they think is going to happen for the rest of the season. So there's that to look forward to. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop. And if you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They might even thank you for it. Right, let's get started. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast Laces Out. Recording in progress. Paul, lead us off. Well, the, uh, the the lovely dulcet tones of the lady there, ladies and gentlemen, tells you all you need to know. Recording very much is in progress, and we are here to talk some laced ball sports with myself and the host, the leader of the Cookie Cast Podcast Network, Mr. Andrew Cook. Hello, sir. Leader. But we're not alone. For the second week running, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you a new guest of the season, making his first appearance in what feels like an eternity on the NFL Laces Out podcast. It is everyone's favourite man with two T's in his name. It is Matthew Hurley. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Look at him there with his... Louisville Cardinals jersey, rocking the Lamar. He's loving it. He's living life. And he's here. Come on. Come on, Lavelle. He's, he's here to give you some delicious NFL-flavoured podcast material. Matthew, we'll start with how we've started with all of our guests for this particular season's uh, podcasting. We're getting season-long predictions from people. So we're asking for your two teams that you think will make the Super Bowl for start for starters? Um, so I'm going to go with a Super Bowl that happened quite recently. Um, so I'm going to go for the Kansas City Chiefs to make it. Interesting. Yeah, because um, I, I was thinking maybe the Bills are. Cincinnati again, but I think uh, Kansas City probably got a bit more experience than the Bills and the Bills. Yeah, do agree with that. Yeah. And your, and your NFC team? Well, um, can you guess if it's a recent Super Bowl that's been who the opponents would be? Right, it's one of two. Don't do it. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be going in with the Homer pick. Just because of recent trade activities. Go Niners. Oh, no. He's done it. There He's it is, pulled the trigger, ladies and gentlemen. He's taken his home supporting cap. and he's We're told up. Is that legitimately what you're going for, Chiefs Niners? We're told up. We're ready to go. Wow. We'll, we'll hit the farm in the postseason. Ladies and gentlemen, that right there is a bold call. Because you're talking about a team in the Chiefs which are absolutely fantastic. 
really yeah. doing well. I believe, we'll come to it later on, but I believe they have actually just put the 49ers to the sword. But we'll cover that in the uh, in the Week 7 roundup. Yeah. So, are you... So, are you going for a Kansas City Chiefs? By the way, you're the... You're the sixth guest, or you're the sixth person to make a Super Bowl prediction. You are the first person to not pick the Bills to make the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that, ladies I and gentlemen... I think you've got a very good chance, but... That, ladies and gentlemen, is the sort of content you keep coming back for. You keep coming back for this. Matthew does not disappoint. Of your two, your Chiefs, your 49ers, who are you picking to win the Super Bowl? I'm not going to go with the Chiefs, am I? No, yeah. <laughs> he's done it. He's not only going to pick his team. He's got to go all the way. The quest for six. Take the W. The quest for six. Shanahan's bringing it on. 49ers to win the Super Bowl. And if that is the case, who are you picking <laughs> as your Super Bowl MVP? Debo Samuel. Ooh, it's not going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, is it? Because let's be honest. Well, that's fair to say. It's not going to be. the Super Bowl, it will be in spite of him, not because of him. Yeah. Debo, I like it. Obviously, a lot of people are going to expect his um, his reps to go down now that Christian McCaffrey's in uh, in town, but certainly didn't on uh, on Sunday against the Chiefs in that uh, in that league yeah. match. Right then, so that is your Super Bowl prediction locked in. We're also asking our guests this season to provide a regular league season MVP. Who would you pick as your number one choice for that little ditty? Uh, I'll probably go with Jalen Hurts. Ooh! Now that is that is a new name, ladies and gentlemen. We have not had a Jalen Hurts pick just to clarify, we are in the sixth guest of the season now. I picked Patrick Mahomes to be the regular season MVP, as did Rob Rafkin. Mr. Cook has picked Aaron Rodgers to three-peat. Stu has picked Justin Herbert, and the JFG picked Josh Allen last week. I'd say that there's some pretty strong picks across the board there. Yeah. Maybe not Aaron Rodgers, but he usually starts the season slow and then comes into his own as well at the end of the season. So well, he's got to get in that sweet spot, hasn't he? He's got to get in the sweet spot of looking really great in the middle of the season and then dropping out of the playoffs. <laughs> well, they've just gone for a different approach this time. They've gone, let's drop out of the playoffs right away and then we can just play <laughs> utter shit at the end. No? And get, and get um, the first draft pick. Yeah, get the first draft pick where they'll buy, where they'll just pick another quarterback. Well, they'll draft the quarterback again. Really piss him off, you know. Top band. <laughs> so, Super Bowl pick for Mr. Toots is Chief 49ers, San Francisco to win, Debo to be your MVP, Jalen Hurts to be your regular season MVP winner. Thank you very much, sir. We will move on. To our week seven game picks. Obviously, James Forrest Gray was last week's guest. He made picks alongside myself and Andrew to see who would get the win this week. In third place, it was the guest himself, Mr. James Forrest Gray, with eight out of 14 picks correct. 
there was just one point difference between myself and Mr. Cook. We didn't discuss it last week, but we had again managed to pick exactly the same predictions apart from one game. That one game boiled down to the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Miami Dolphins for who would take the win this week. With nine out of 14 picks correct is myself, therefore taking the win with 10 out of 14 picks correct. It is Mr. Andrew Cook, ladies and gentlemen. Well played, Andrew. Well done, done, sir. He gets himself another point towards the final season total. So the standings after week seven, we have the guest, the collective guest, on one and a half points. Andy on three points. Myself on three and a half points. What I'm noticing there is we're moving more past, like, you know, if there was 14 games or seven points, we're moving more into, like, the the 10 of 14. So that shows a little bit more of a sign that we're getting a bit more of a feel for the league as a whole. I mean, it's still... It's still the Wild West come Sunday. Anything can happen, but... I mean, let, let's be honest. You'll, you'd be lying if you said that you had the 1-5 and five going into the week. Carolina Panthers hanging a loss on the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you said that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' points would be held to one field goal... You would be a madman. Speaking of week seven picks, brings us to this side bet that we've started going on with this season. Obviously, myself and Andy pick four games from the week that we think are nailed on for guaranteed winners. Andrew, this week, had picked the New York Giants to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. One, he had built, he had picked the Baltimore Ravens to beat the Cleveland Browns. Two, he had picked the Green Bay Packers to beat the Washington Commando. That's a big cross right there. He had also picked the Los Angeles Chargers to beat the Seattle Seahawks. Unfortunately for Mr. Cook, two out of four picks correct this week, moving him on to 14 out of 28. He's still batting 50%. 50%, Jesus. I, this week, started off poorly by picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Panthers. (laughs) Oh, dear. I brought it round, however, by picking the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the Texans. Tick. The Dallas Cowboys to beat the Detroit Lions, tick. And the Tennessee Titans to beat the Indianapolis Colts, big tick right there. Three points for the week, moving me on to 19 from a possible 28. Will Andy be able to pull it back with week eight's picks? We will find out when we move to week eight, after we've gone through week seven's Stats. Speaking of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, I saw they have announced that they will be benching Matt Ryan. Um, oh, yes. 
I saw one report that said that it was for the rest of the season. Yeah. Very strange. Very yeah. strange. That's I don't know if it's because they want to see what they've got in this young lad who's under centre. But... I mean, you'd want to, and Matt Ryan's just not getting it done. The col the Colts, for everything that they are, they shouldn't be in this position. And I think we've been saying for a good few weeks now that there's something clearly not right there. And you you start at the at the top slot, so. Obviously, if Matt Ryan's there week in, week out, suited and booted, then if it's not going well, you can you can make another switch. But to to say bench for the season in initial reports, that that's kind of your decision made, isn't it? It's maybe a let's just nothing. You know, that's a that's almost a nothing can be as bad as this kind of statement. Yeah, well, they're basically saying out there, like, obviously, it's not going to get any better, so it obviously can't get much worse. So, to borrow a phrase from a, uh, a quarterback currently struggling in the uh, Colorado region, let's ride. So. They should trade for Rogers. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Mr. Ernie Pulling. For Aaron Rodgers to get himself a trade to Indianapolis, that'd be yeah. that, that that would be that would be crazy. So that would be their sixth or seventh, even different starting quarterback since Andrew Luck retired. If that is the case, that is that is crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. If if I felt if I felt we had more time, I would be uh, I would be again well and truly into what the hell were the Saints doing leaving Andy Dalton on the field because that was an absolute shit show of a game <laughs> that they should have benched him in the first half if not the first quarter of that game. He was shockingly bad. The fact that he managed to stay on the field, I'm like, what are you doing? Get him out of that game. But anyway, we digress somewhat. Um, up against the wire this week, the stats mistress did deliver. Uh, I sent some stats uh, to my colleague, Mr. Williams, and I also sent some stats to our guest because it's never a free ride here at the Laces Out podcast. We do make we put you to work. Um, I just kept I just kept a little 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 slice for myself. I sent you guys some bigger numbers. Um, so these. Uh, the NFL 22 season week seven stats brought to you by the stats mistress and brought to her by Nate Davis of USA Today. Hardly a surprise what the first start of the week is. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers's Green Bay Packers and Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers were both road favourites Sunday, yet wound up dropping to three and four. This marks the first time since 2002 that Brady is below 500 after seven weeks. Tampa Bay has one touchdown in its last nine quarters after getting beaten 21-3 by the rebooting Carolina Panthers. Uh, I don't know if, if you gentlemen saw that they were saying, even towards the back end of the game and certainly at the end of the game, they were saying that this is potentially Tom Brady's worst outing in his entire career. So, uh, 
think that kind of says it's starting to say a few things, isn't it? Number two, in their first game, post-McCaffrey, the Panthers rushed for a season-high 173 yards in their defeat of the Bucks. Uh, the NFL is inexplainable. And my last stat for the week, newly acquired running back Christian McCaffrey has 62 yards from scrimmage in his 49ers debut, but played sparingly in the second half after the team fell behind. Interesting. Uh, Paul, did I send you some stats that start with the Kansas City Chiefs? Sorry for that little uh, break in uh, audio there. You did indeed send me stats that begin with the Kansas City Chiefs, which I will read momentarily. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers. You might want to close your ears for this bit, Matthew, just to uh, save yourself the... Uh, the no, this. Move to, move to the next one. Spin on. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 44-23 to on Sunday with 529 yards. 9.1 per play on a San Francisco defence that ended week 7 ranked number 1 overall. Oh, that's quite a lot of yards. <laughs> uh, Chiefs' Nicole Hardman became the first wide receiver in the Super Bowl era since 1966 with multiple rushing TDs and a TD catch in the same game. Thanks to a touchdown-saving tackle on their final play against the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Giants are 6-1 for the first time since 2008, the last time they earned a number one playoff seed. And finally for me, we stay in New York with New York's other team, the Jets, improved to 5-2 by outlasting the Russell Wilson-less Denver Broncos. Broncos backup quarterback Brett Rippon's career record evened out at 1-1 one and one following his team's defeat. Mr. Hurley, I believe you will bring us home with the remainder of the stats. I will, yeah. Um, so welcome back, Dak Prescott. The Dallas Cowboys franchise quarterback was efficient 19 of 25 for 207 yards and a touchdown in an impressive 24-6 win over the spiralling Detroit Lions in his first action since fracturing his throwing thumb on opening night. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow hung 481 yards and three touchdowns through the air on the Atlanta Falcons in Sunday's 35-17 victory. Burrow's 481-yard explosion is the most in the league this season. You know what's terrible. You know what's absolutely terrible about that. It's when you've got um, when you've got Joe Burrow's as your quarterback in both of your fantasy leagues. That's when that really sucks because he got 39 points. Yeah, and. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I might have been play- I might have been playing against him this weekend. Mm. Yeah, you were, weren't you? All right, moving on. Las Vegas, <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders rushing back Josh Jacobs, whose 
five oh his fifth year contract option was declined during the off season amid a regime change is averaging a hundred and five point five rushing yards per game after a hundred and forty three yard outburst Sunday that included three touchdowns. Oops. Despite falling or failing to score an offensive touchdown, the Tennessee Titans, uh, four wins and two losses, beat the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, that's three wins, three losses, and a draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nineteen to ten, increasing their lead in the AFC South. And that's all she wrote. Nice. With that as well. It kind of puts them like like two and a half games or three games ahead of the Colts. So obviously the Colts now need to be three games better than the Titans to get above them in the league because obviously they've got two tie breaks over them. So, and if the Colts are benching their starting quarterback, it's not going to happen. The, the Colts are basically just fucked for the rest of the season. So, stats. Done. Predictions. Done. Results. Done. Week seven. Done. We move to week eight, where myself and Andy have put our predictions already. Mister Hurley, as our guest for the week, we will go through the games one by one, and he will give you del- uh, will give you lovely people his prediction for each game. We start with the Thursday night football, which sees the Baltimore Ravens take on the Tampa Bay. Buccaneers, how do you see this one playing out? Uh, I'm going to go with my boy Lamar. Yeah, I thought, I thought given the jersey that he got, I could see where that where that one was going. Uh, Andy agrees. Ravens pick across the board there. Not for me, though. What? I don't think uh, I don't think old Tommy Boy loses another home game this quickly in the season. It's not going to happen, lads. I think he's going to get. I think there's going to be some serious questions asked, or have been asked in the training this week. The uh, the books are going to get get right again, and the Ravens the Ravens are struggling in certain games. They only just got the Browns beat on Sunday. Next up, we have a London game where we we see the Denver Broncos travelling to the Jacksonville Jaguars' second home of Wembley Stadium. To take on the Jaguars. How do you see this one going? And were you aware that one member of this podcast may be in attendance for this game? Really? Yeah. Really? Is, is this the one at Wembley? This is the Wembley game. Yeah. yeah. Well, Russell Wilson's meant to be back, isn't he? I think that's the news. I believe um, it is trending that way, it says. However, um, they're going to cook Russell Wilson, but I'm not going to eat what he's cooking, so I'm going to go with the Jaguars. You'll be, so- you'll be shocked to hear, ladies and gentlemen, that we have all picked the Jacksonville Jaguars to take care of Biznatch against the Russell Wilson-led, the Russell Wilson-less, the... Let's, let's just be honest, it's not really working out across the board in Denver head coach starting quarterback it's a bit of a shit start at the moment so might need to uh, might need to change some things up there 
Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I think this week's result for Carolina is probably a one-off, maybe. So I'm going to go for Falcons to... Yeah, it's another one we've we've agreed on this one across the board. We've all taken the Falcons, like you said. Panthers result, probably a bit of a blip. We'll probably go back to um, the, uh, the, the Panthers of old after that game. Next up, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, as much as I'd love to go with the Bears being uh, my second team, they've just traded away, actually, Robert Quinn. I don't know if you've heard to the um, yes. to the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. So, yeah, they're giving away like decent players. So. Yeah, I'll go for Dallas. Yeah, again, it's another consensus pick. We've all gone for the Cowboys to be too strong for the Bears. Next up, we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the... Detroit Lions, who seem to be in a bit of a mess at the moment. What do you reckon? Yeah, they've got a lot of injuries, haven't they? Mm. Detroit. A lot, lot of injuries, a lot of, lot of players just missing. It's, yeah, it's yeah I'll, go, I'll go for Tua and the uh, Dolphins for the Finns. Tua, obviously, coming off the back of his uh, comeback game against the Steelers. It's, it's another one. We've all picked the Dolphins on this one. We have the Arizona Cardinals. Taking on the Minnesota Vikings. I'll go Minnesota. It's another one where we've all picked the Vikings. Next up, the Vegas Raiders versus the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I think Darren Muller's back in it for the Raiders. Uh, they're pretty good this week, so I think I'll, I'll keep keep with them going. Yeah, it's another one myself and Andy have both come for the Raiders as well. Next up. Interconference game. We've got the New England Patriots taking on the New York Jets. I think the Jets will keep it going. Um, You're not the only one, mate. Me and Andy have also gone for the Jets. Who would have thought that at the start of the season? People picking the Jets to actually win. They've games. just acquired James Robinson as well, haven't they? For yeah, as we say, Brees Hall has been pulled out. Brees, Brees Hall went down with a. Uh, and a knee injury, I believe, and is, is uh, scheduled to miss the rest of the season. So they've moved quick and moved uh, yeah. James Robinson, like you said, from the Jags. Obviously, the Jags aren't really going to feel that one because they've got Travis Etienne who can fill into that slot. So I imagine it's, it's a trade that probably fits all parties, including James Robinson, as he's going to get more game time. So yeah, happy across the board. Next up, we've got a Pennsylvania showdown. Where the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go for the Eagles to fly, I think. Yeah, they're unbeaten for a reason. And that reason is not because they're playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers look, yeah, not great this season. Uh, could be the first losing season of the Mike Tomlin era, it's looking like. Yeah. We have another... In the conference game where the Titans, Tennessee Titans, are taking on the Houston Texans. I'm going for Titans. Yeah. I'm noticing a pattern here. Ever since uh, the, the Jaguars came out as the pick, we have agreed on every single one of these so far. Uh, next up would be Washington Commanders taking on the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to go for the Commanders, I think. 
Interesting, our first difference of opinion. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Myself and Andy had both picked the Colts on this one. Not entirely sure why, because they are awful. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know why I picked the Colts here. I think it's just because the Commanders... Did you pick these before Ryan got dropped? Or? No, and that's that's another reason why I'm, a bit, I'm confused as to why I've actually taken the Colts. Because they're going to be going in with... Ah, I think the reason I've picked the Colts is because I think they might rely on Jonathan Taylor a little bit more yeah. than usual. So I think they might rely on the run. Uh, next game, I believe I might know you're going to pick this one, but I've got the uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams all way. Yeah. Beat LA. Beat LA. Let's go Niners. Shock horror, ladies and gentlemen. He's picked the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I went with the Rams on this one. Both yourself and Andy have gone for the 49ers. Three games left to go. We have the New York Giants taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Giants, I think. Yeah, we've all gone with that one. Last two. Packers at Bills. Bills. Yeah, no great shot there. Although Packers losing four in a row. How often does that happen? Last game of the week. We have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Cleveland Browns. Bengals. Yeah, no shock there. We've all picked the Bengals. So, picks for myself, for Andy and for Matthew in for the week. There is just the side bet for me and Andy to go through, but we are going to take a very small commercial break before we get into those four picks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Recording in progress. Again, ladies and gentlemen, she's not wrong. She never lies, this girl. She's, she's, she's very good. So, before the break, we had just one matter of business to take care of in this section. And it was myself and Andy's side bet. So, if you've not been keeping abreast of the podcast this, uh, this season, Matthew, what we do is myself and Andy pick four games that we feel are absolute banker wins one way or another. Once that game has been picked, it is removed as an option. The other person cannot pick it. We each pick four times. We see how many of those picks we get correct. And we build the points up over the season. Obviously, there's four points to play for every week. Um, Andy is in a point where he's been behind. So, gets the choice to either pick first or make me pick first. And then it's snake. the, the, the choice is snake so the person who picks first also picks last. So, I will defer to you again, Mr. Cook. Would you like the first pick, or would you like me to take the first pick again? I'm, I'm taking the first pick this week. Okay. He's obviously seen something he really likes the look of, ladies and gentlemen. What is your first pick in the in the week eight side bet? So I'm trying to go a little bit out of, you know, not, not going for, like, the the standard heavy hitters um, and in my perusing I did see one that I was like ooh I would like that one and as I'm going first I'm taking it off the board the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 6-0 and Philadelphia Eagles might I add against the 2-5 and Pittsburgh Steelers 
Um, I know I keep saying I don't think the Eagles can carry on this run, but they have so far, and they're going up against the Steelers. So, yeah, I like it. I like it as a pick. I don't think the Steelers. Um, we um, when Matt was doing his picks, he, he, he went through the fact that the Eagles look good but not great, and that the fact that the Steelers just look pretty terrible. Don't mind it as a pick. Pretty solid. My first pick. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins <sighs> to beat the Detroit Lions. That was my other. Oh, I think we've got a, we've got a banker here. And with my second pick, I'm going to go for the Bills to beat the Packers. Mm. I think that could be a bit risky. Mm. Bills are coming off the back of a bye, so they'll be rested up. It's in the Sunday night football slot in prime time, and Aaron Rodgers looks a little a little flustered at the minute. So, your next two picks, Mr. Cook. This is one that may surprise you, but I am playing for points this week as best I can. And it pains me to say this, but the Dallas Cowboys... To the Dallas Cowboys? ...to beat the Chicago Bears. I say this having watched the Bears play um, this week, and I thought they, were, they, were, they looked quite good. Um, unlike the Cowboys, who um, I, I, I've got to, I've got to admit, I was heavily rooting against them. I was like, "This is this is where the tables turn. This is where it all changes." Because you know, Dak's back, baby. If they then go on and lose, having had a had a, had a good winning streak, I'd have been like, oh, "Dak's back. I wonder if there's a, uh, wonder if there's any." So is it me? Is, is it me again? I think Zeke's injured as well. He, I don't think Zeke, Zeke's playing, I don't think. He was. He did get injured, but then he came back into the game. Yeah, I think I read tonight that he might be out. Like, he could well be out. Whilst Andy is making his third pick, I will check that stat and see if you are indeed correct. Um, another one that I'm not entirely convinced that you're going to be a huge fan of, Mr Williams, um, but you got to go with the numbers at the end of the day. Um, although there is that in fact no I'm going to switch I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the 2-5 and five Cleveland Browns yeah I like it I like it a lot so latest news on Ezekiel Elliott is that he was dealing with a knee sprain and he did not practice today. Whether that means he'll miss the weekend, who knows. Could just be a precaution. It could just be like keeping him out of practice just just as a precautionary measure. We'll see. So, my last two picks. I'm going to go for the Vikings to beat the Cardinals. That's the one I was going to go for. I was like, I don't think you'll like this, but I'm having the Vikings. Again, that's a numbers. I mean, that's a numbers it, does pay me, it does pay me to throw my support behind a Kirk Cousins-led team. But they're at home. They're a bit of a different animal when they're at home. 
and I think you'll have just about enough to get that one done. And then finally, I'm going to go for the Tennessee Titans to beat the Houston Texans. Those are my four picks. Your last pick, Mr. Cook. Do you know what? Having said, you are going to love this. Having said, I'm playing for points all the way through it. I'm now, with my final pick, going to throw caution to the wind. The Baltimore Ravens to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why not? Chris. Why not? So, just to clarify, the four picks for the respective parties this week is the Philadelphia Eagles at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Dallas Cowboys at home. To the Chicago Bears, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns, and the Baltimore Ravens at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those are Mr. Cook's four picks. My four picks are the Miami Dolphins at the Detroit Lions, the Buffalo Bills at home to the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings at home to the Arizona Cardinals, and the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. That Ladies and gentlemen, it's week eight. Predicted. Week eight side bets. Predicted. I can't believe none of you have not chosen the massive match in California. Unbelievable. Mate, you could not get me to predict that one with a 20-foot barge pole. I've taken the Rams (laughs) just because I don't have it in me to back anything that is connected with the San Francisco 49ers. They are <laughs> the most frustrating franchise in the entirety of the National Football League. They are Not so, bounce, bounce so difficult to pick. They're just so difficult to predict what's going to happen. Yeah, they, they, they own the Rams in non-important games. Though. That is absolutely true, to be fair. That is true. I didn't think about that. I'm just going to take a momentary pause just to... Um, well, while you take a momentary pause to blow your nose, and this would normally be the end of the podcast. However, something has arisen in the last week. Uh, off air, it was highlighted um, for what feels like the millionth time that Paul Williams does not have a, a a team that he follows. He doesn't back a team. He doesn't put everything behind a particular NFL team. Paul Williams supports NFL, sports American football. So I thought what might be fun is if we, here at the Laces Out podcast, help him to to make a decision, to back a team. So what we've got is, is the NFL's, let's find you a team. So, answering a series of simple questions, Paul Williams... Let's get you a team. First question is, your bags are packed. Where is your dream vacation? And your options are beach, mountain, city, or national park? City. City. Okay, this is a horrible slider thing. Which of these colours works for you? Blue, green, red, purple or yellow? It's got to be red on it for the borough. The borough. 
You have to take one class. What subject would you choose? Math, science, history, literature, or fine arts? History. Love it. If we asked your best friend, which word would they say best describes you? Reliable, relaxed, ambitious, studious. Reliable? Reliable. You're an hour out from the big game. What do you put on your playlist? Pop, rap, rock or jazz? Rock. Rock on. There is no such thing as a bad pizza, but which topping reigns supreme? Pepperoni, onions, mushrooms, ham or just cheese? Well, it's not really a pe- it's not really a pizza if there's no pepperoni on there, is there? Pepperoni. Let's be You've got the whole day to do whatever you please. What kind of weather would you need? Warm sunny day, cosy rainy day, crisp fall day, snowy winter day. I'm going to go for a crisp fall day. As if it was too warm, I would be a dripping, sweaty mess. Everybody needs a fuzzy. Or scaly friend. Pick one. Dog, cat, fish, bunny. Dog. Of these. We've got all the snacks. You can snag one of them. A handful of nuts. Veggies with dip. Candy. Fruit. High fibre granola bar. Give me the nuts. Handful (laughs) of nuts it is. Okay. Finally, and this is a visual one, I need you to pick. You've caught a wild pass in the end zone for a touchdown. How are you celebrating? Is there a Gronk spike there? So there is a spike. Give, give us a spike. I'm not. I'm not hitting the gritty. I'm not doing any of that shit. Your new. T- can we? Have, can we have a guess? Can we have a guess before it's revealed? Matthew, guess what? Paul's new, new team is. Oh, you're just giving it away. Is it giving me the Cleveland no. Browns again? I'm going to say it, Falcons. I knew it. I knew it was going to give me the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> so this is kind of, like, I have done this before. It's time to commit. So it's time to get behind. The Bakerless so Cleveland the Sky Browns. Sports app or the BBC app or something like that. Cleveland higher. Whatever I end up picking, I think that's two or three times now. It's given me the Cleveland Browns. And I think it's based on the sort of the, the history. So, Browns tattoo in there nicely. Borough tattoo on the other side and away Ooh. you go. Job well, done. I mean, it's time to commit. The link, I mean, the link is right there. Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, UK. Yeah, it's a done that. Everybody loves an underdog. Obviously, given the off the uh, off season trade dealings of the uh, of the Cleveland Browns, it made it a little bit more difficult to um, pull for that franchise, shall we say? But um, we'll uh, we'll leave that particular discussion for another day. And the Miz a fan of the Browns as well. I believe he is from Cleveland, and he's your favourite wrestler, sir. So. 
there's there's a few. I believe the uh, the Miz is from Cleveland. I believe Johnny Johnny Wrestling Gargano is from Cleveland. There I believe go. Dolph Ziggler may have some sort of connection with Cleveland. I think Austin, I think it is safe Seth to say Rollins, it's, a it's a the done. list is endless. The list yeah. is endless, ladies and gentlemen. Done. Seth Rollins is a Chicago fan. Yeah, he says that, but. Well, there we go. That's leaving us with nothing left to do apart from to thank our very special guest this week, Matthew, two teams, Hurley. Thank you very much, sir, for coming along and bringing us your picks for this week's games and uh, for your season-long picks. Tune back in to see if Matthew's season-long picks come to fruition. Uh, it's my job to thank my glamorous co-host for joining me and taking all of you lovely people through a sport that's from a different country. Not this week, though. This week, this man, off to Wembley. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week. You betcha. If I can find the place. We'll see. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And uh, we will be back next week with more Laces Out. Till then, a uh, bye bye So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done, another one gone. Big thank you to Matthew for joining us on the podcast, giving us all of his predictions. Big thank you to you for watching or listening. Before you go, I can thank you again if you are one of our subscribers. Click of a button, you too can be a podcast subscriber. Get all updates for new episodes, things you might be interested in. You can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. There we go. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.